0: everyone and welcome to club live here at club at 22 the rangers podcast i am back after two weeks away i was uh, taken taken by an illness but i'm back back and ready to go tonight looking forward to the manscaped promo halfway through as well so i'll <laughs> i'll be in i heard scotia read it last friday and he was very good at it once again so i've got a lot to live up to but it's um i it is back to the well before i introduce my guests um, Real are live new to YouTube tonight, if you could like and share, most appreciated, get your comments in as well. If we get time at the end, we'll do our best to answer maybe some questions at the end. I know we've got a wee bit to get through, but if we have time, we will answer your uh, questions near the end as well. So it is back to the, the three amigos, as I described last time I was on. So first of all, Scott Carney, how are you today?
1: Yes, well, good, mate. Roasting like everybody else, and it's gone awfully dark at Mabbit. Um, So if there is rumble of thunder, uh, actually, as I just said that, there was thunder. So uh, if you hear thunder, I'm sorry but I'm not closing my window, because it is far too warm in here. But yes, uh, good to be back, mate. Good to see you back, mate. I'm glad you're fit and healthy.
0: And just on a side note, thinking about your Ryan, mate, we'll we'll see you soon, mate. Yeah, no, 100% Ryan. Ryan will be back in the podcast um, soon, so don't worry, he will be back. Um, and last but not least, there's one man excited for this weekend. It is Scott Gemmell, his beloved <laughs> Scotland are back. <laughs> yeah, back this Saturday's Norway Scotch, is it, or something, half five or something, kickoff. So, um, it's normally, I yep. think I'm maybe going to watch it with you for a couple of pints. So, I can't even wait.
2: Oh, I can, I can turn you yet, Ali. I can turn you yet. Nah, evening, Ali, evening, Scott, evening, listeners. Um, yeah, like Carney says, it's been absolutely sweltering the west goes to Scotland this week, um, glad for that wee bit of rain we ha- had down in Hells just a wee bit earlier, just to clear the air a wee bit, because it's been very muggy recently, but looking forward to discussing all things Rangers.
0: Yeah, it's been absolutely scorching this week, I'll tell you what, we're not set up for it in Scotland, Carney. I mean you, you do a similar job to me out and about in the car and seeing people and customers and that, And I mean I go about in a shirt and trousers and that quite a lot and it's just it's not set up for it at all, it's horrible, um, it's good when you've got a beach and a pool you can jump in, but we don't. That's the thing. That it's
1: like you think about like actually so when I go on holiday, like I like going to like talking it because it's roasting and I love it. I like it's great. but You've got an aircon room, like my <laughs> house is not aircon, <laughs> like it is, and then you just buy a fan and all it does is blow hot air at you. It's not. It's yeah. not ideal at all. It's been. It's been very warm. This room is very warm. Thunder's pretty bad. Yeah.
0: No, I know. I live in a flat just outside the city centre of Scotland, so I don't even have a garden I can go into to cool down, so it's 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 not ideal. But anyway, we're not here to talk about the weather and other things like that. We're here to talk <laughs> about Rangers. So first of all, before I get on to what we're going to talk about, lads, I just, one guy, two guys that have left Rangers in the, the summer in the summer there, Ryan Kent has been um, away to Fenerbahce. It was rumoured that he, that he was going, but it's confirmed he's away to Fenerbahce, but the, the one that I've I thought it's a good move for him. Scotia, I'll come to you, Mr. Saturday Night. Scott Arfield, God bless America. I thought he might go this neck of the woods, to be honest. he in a two-year deal with Charlotte FC in North Carolina. I know we had an American trip lined up, with COVID ruined for the Scotia. We were going to South Carolina. So if we do revisit this trip, North Carolina could be on with maybe a bit of Saturday night
2: good indeed. Um, it's uh, on our field. It's, uh, I think it's a really good move for him. Um, because it's Charlotte something
0: the Charlotte FC, Charlotte yeah.
2: Jaguars, oh, yeah. Um, Charlotte, FC, yeah, yeah, decent level still in the MLS, aren't they? Yeah. yeah, so decent level of football. I mean, the MLS has grown and grown. Like I was trying to find places to watch it, and they've got they've done it this season. but it's you buy Apple Plus, and if you can see like every single game, we can do that over here if you so wish. Um, so a decent move for him. Um, good place to go and live as well, North Carolina. You know, um, nice area of the world. Um, aye, and it's—I think it's cracking in terms of lifestyle for him, because he could have stayed in Scotland. I reckon. I think did hear that Hearts were in asking about him. Aberdeen. He was rumoured going to well.
0: Plymouth. Plymouth in the Championship as well was another one he was rumoured on. Uh,
2: down there, no, but going over to America, I think that's a good thing. It kind of sets you up, you know, a nice lifestyle for the family and things like that as well. So, uh, best luck to to Scott Arfield in that
0: move. Yeah, it's, it's, I, just, I just thought I'd mention with Scott Arfield, he's it's a good, old, all-round good guy. Just, I thought it was a good deal for him. And obviously, the rank end Fenabashi doesn't surprise me, like we said before, but um, I'm interested to see how his career goes too.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, Fenerbahce, I'm not really surprised. There'll be decent money for him there. Um, Scott Arfield, I think the move's good as well. I, I quite like when I seen it. I was like, yeah, it's probably quite a good move. It's a nice, without being disrespectful to him, it's a nice wee retirement job for him. Yeah. Uh, working towards the end of his playing career plus the coaching system and all that out in America is really good so you'll pick up a lot of stuff there there'll be a lot of things that you can get involved in out there as well in regards to becoming a coach and yeah, I, Scott Afflees one of the players that um He'll always be welcome back at Ibrox and I would love to see him come back in some form of capacity um, later down the line because he's just a, an all-round good egg, he really is. Um, so no, best of luck to him. It's, I think it's a, a decent move uh, and maybe I'll just join you on that wee trip to America and we can go see you, Mr. Saturday night.
0: Yeah, it would it would be a good um, Club to 22 um, holiday for us. That. And I'm sure the, the, the guys at Narsa, which is on as we speak in Toronto at the moment, He's a guy for them to get for their next one. I think it's New York next year. So he's, he's over that neck of the woods. Scott, uh, so... Ali, do you mind, because that yeah. trip that we were going to do, it was going to be in Toronto at the tail end yeah. because we
2: were flying back from Toronto. So we were considering yeah. staying about for that Narsa trip that before it all got like, COVID put up and spanner and everything.
0: Yeah. yeah. saying we'll as see. well,
1: you should, you should go to Texas. You, I'm coming him. to
0: Texas, Justin. If Justin <laughs> can put me up, me and Scotia will definitely be there. And we'll take Justin out for a couple of beverages. 100% Justin. I will be there. Name the date. Um, anyway, <laughs> let's move on to another signing by Rangers. I think they've made a signing every week, Scotia, since we have stopped for the season. Obviously, Kieran Dowells come in, Dujon Sterling, Jack Butland, and now the signing of. Sam Lammers confirmed the other night, reported fee of £3 million from Atalanta, four-year deal, um, 26, six, six three. he was speaking on Rangers TV, I'll just say a brief thing, what he said, I'm really excited to join Rangers, my first impressions have all been good, so I'm even more excited for the season to start now. I came in contact with the manager and he came over to see me in Italy with a good talk and he gave me a presentation about the club and how I could fit in. So ever since that moment, I was excited for this project to get to get here. Just a wee snippet from Michael Beale. Sam is a, a player I've been aware of for a number of years. I first knew of him as a young player at PSV and followed him his career closely from afar after he excelled in Holland um, and under twenty national team. So, Scotia, he's. I heard you and Carney speak about him on your, your last podcast. 26 good age, six foot three. The thing Rangers fans look at instantly at is which you boys talked <laughs> about is the stats. He scored six goals in three years. He's been pumped out and loan a couple of times. A Pal's Frankfurt. He's been in police, Doria recently. Doesn't he score many goals, Scotia? But look, looking between the lines and and, he, and listening to him. I don't think he's going to be an out-and-out striker for Rangers. I think he could be a Tillman replacement. He can play across the forward line. I think he will score goals for Rangers. He's played for teams down in the the, the bottom end of of these tables. He he looks a creative player. He's not a battering ram at six foot three, but I'm not going to write him off. I know a lot of people have written him off already because of his stats, but I trust Beal. What's your thoughts on this one now? It's over the line. Yeah, as you
2: say, me and Carney discussed them last week, but it was very briefly because I think the news had only broke about the concrete interest about an hour or two before we recorded. So I hadn't done any research other than quickly just looking at stuff on Twitter and quickly pulling up his Wikipedia page. And yeah, the the goal stats, they do concern you slightly. But to me, that's slightly offset by the fact that it's getting clearer and clearer to me that Beal's going to be playing with probably a front two and not a front two of Matondo and Sakala. A front two that are of, of better quality than that, if you don't mind me saying. Um
0: so I definitely, I I definitely <laughs> don't mind you saying that, Scotia. Yeah. <laughs> the best young Welshman no. in the man Ham. Uh, yeah.
2: No, I don't know. So, uh, taking that into account, it's, that's not a huge concern. Plus, as well, consider where he's been playing recently, and... Um, I think he had a really good season because I looked at it maybe for a really good season when he went out on loan to Heredien from PSV in the Eredivisie. I think he got a good number of goals there, which that kind of earned his move to Atalanta in the in the Serie Italy. Um, and he got off to a decent enough start, but then he kind of stopped playing after, around about Decemberwards, and that was in a team that you had uh, Muriel and uh, Zapata keeping him out of the team a long way, Illichic, and then. Um, both Muriel and Zapata were keeping Alfredo Morelos out the Columbia team an awful lot of time, you know, relegating him to the bench sort of thing. So um, take that into consideration. Atlanta finished third that season. And um, Yes, he's not been great on his loan spells to um, play Sampdoria and Frankfurt, but Beal does tend to like someone that he's seen a wee bit in before that he can revitalise. Cantwell is the obvious one that springs to mind. So I'm not too concerned with the goal stats, to be honest. I'll wait and see how he does, because if you think back to last season, when the transfer window time was coming, we're all up and well, excited about Cholette coming, but if you take a poll of the majority of Rangers fans, I think the majority will probably say, no, not for me. So just yeah. give him time when he's playing in shot.
0: Yeah, Carney, I mean, £3 million to us is, is a decent amount of money. We've spent a lot more on players, but in the grand scheme of it, in the mm-hmm. world of football, it's it's pennies. It really is pennies. We are we are not going to go to these top leagues in Europe and cherry pick a guy scoring twenty five, thirty goals a season. We we can't do it. We need to go for guys similar as Scotia mentioned. They can't will root a guy that's maybe lost his way. There's there's something there to work with, and maybe we can bring it about, bring it back in them So I know a lot of people that are judging these goal stats, but. I'm along the same lines as Scottish, and what I said, I, I trust Michael Beal. We've seen it with Cantwell, what he's got out of what, what he's got with Cantwell. Um, and I still think there's more strikers to come, but I'll judge him when I when I see him in a Rangers jersey, not now on just a bit of paper.
1: Do you mean you'll judge him 20 minutes into a game after he misses?
0: <laughs> ten, 10 minutes.
1: Yeah, and then you're like, I'll ju- do the usual Rangers fan thing. No, look, at, obviously, I've got a bit egg on my face um, in terms of I wasn't very impressed and I was one that did look at his stats last last week when we were talking about it and I was like, oh my goodness it doesn't look very good uh, and now I've got to go, yeah I'm really excited about it but that's the nature of football, that's what happens the, the fact that it's three to three and a half million, um, whatever report you choose to believe in, he's coming here to play um, and Bill's made it, he's not going to be here just to work his way into the team if that makes sense, obviously we have to earn his right to play as long as, every, as much as everybody else, but he's obviously part of the plans, and he obviously suits what Bill's going to going to do. I agree with Scotia on what he's saying. I think it's going to be some form of front two. It looks like that's the way it's going to be anyway um, under Bill, which again is something new, something fresh. We've seen four three three now for I don't know how long, for as long as I can remember. It's really we've been watching that for as long as I can remember. So it's now it's now time to see something something different. Um, look. I, I'm, so far I need to trust in what Bill's doing Because so far he hasn't let me down with what I've seen Obviously we've still got two players That we've not seen kick a ball for as yet But in regards to the first two that he signed then I'm impressed with both of them uh, And then even Raskin doing well for uh, um his national team the other night. I was like, well, here we go. He's gonna be kicking into form now as well, hopefully all at the right time. And you have to just trust the process. Um Beal does love a project player. He loves someone, as Scotia says, he loves someone that he's seen something in and he would love to get the, the best out of him. He, he, there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of hype around this lad uh, a while ago. It was nine million euros or something he was bought for. Yeah, um, something, right. like something for that yeah. Yeah something like that. So that's not to be sniffed at. You know I mean? That's a that's a serious bit of dollar. So um, I'm hoping that 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 all comes to fruition. Um, but again, I can't really disagree with what you said, Ali. You are spot on. We can't go into a, a top league in Europe and go, "Oh, you scored twenty five goals? Okay, come on, play in Scotland," because it just doesn't work like that anymore. It might have been different back in the day when we were growing up when the EBTs were flying around, but it's not really the same thing anymore. Um, it's a completely different game, and I, I, so I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to back them. I'm going to back them to to the house because he's now a Rangers player and that's all you can do and um, we can't really judge anything of him until we see him in competitive football and you'll note that I said competitive football because when I seen Matondo in uncompetitive football um, I was rather impressed and can kind I of sang his praises and I'm not going to get caught doing that again so no I'm Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what he's going to bring, Uh, but I do think he's the first of possibly another two to come in, I would imagine, in that kind of front area. I would expect um, more of that to come, so yeah, I'm... um I'll I'll back him again, I'll go back on what I said To see, obviously I did look at the stats, I get that and somebody will be snipping this as we speak and saying this guy contradicts himself I do get that, but he's now a Rangers player so what else am I meant to do? Of course I'm going to back him, but yeah, three, three and a half million Beal must see something in him that he really, really likes, so yeah I'm excited to see what he can get out of him
0: Yeah, and uh, thank you very much to David Lyon there with attention much appreciated Thank you David um, yeah, it's, it's, another, it's another new face in the door. It's first of many, to be honest. I still think we've got another four to go, probably, potentially, and then we'll see who goes in and out. When we'll come on to who we're talking about in and outs. But other ends that look further down the road, Carnell, Stabie, you. you mentioned strikers there. Kamar Roof's back <laughs> on Instagram again. He looks fit <laughs> and ready to go for next season. But a guy we've been linked <laughs> with is um, yeah. the, the boy dressers from. M and Easy. round about four million pounds, twenty-eight years of age, it comes twenty-nine December. I looked at six foot one. We've looked at a few guys, six first, so far in terms of rent and Belgian. I've looked at his record, Danny. Um in the Dutch league with Breda, he this is a way way back for he that, but 36 games was 22 goals. You expect goals. Your twenty-six appearances, fifteen goals, Genk, fifty-eight appearances, ten goals, Bernard on loan, twenty-seven appearances, nine goals, and his current club, Cremonese, twenty-six appearances, six goals. He looks a bit of a more of a Alfredo Morelos type player, if you want to say kind of powerful mm-hmm. type player. It, this one looks like it probably will go over the line, Carney. What's your thoughts on this one if it, if if it goes ahead?
1: Yeah, if it goes ahead, this one's kind of went back and forth, I think, hasn't it? It looked like it was getting close. Now it looks like it's a wee bit further away, I suppose, Um, all about agreeing terms. Um, He's got, got again, (laughs) I'm going to go back to talking about his stats and I've just said that I'm not going to judge Lavers on his stats, but no, he does have have decent stats Um, and I, I don't know if it's going to be big man, little man up to up front kind of thing. Um like Mike Bassett, England are playing 4-4-2. But uh I'm looking forward to seeing what else we recruit in that area. He, look, he looks decent. He does. He looks like he does look like a good player. I'm not going to get too excited about it because there is a lot of rumors flying about that it's not going to happen. There's a lot of rumors saying that it is going to happen. So it's a one that you need to just Wait and see, but in terms of being linked with a player that, like that, with um, the reputation that kind of has, yeah, of course that excites me, mate. Um, I think what Beal's doing uh, overall, in terms of who's already recruited into the into the team, in terms like having Cantwell, having Raskin, Butland, especially, people will be taking note of that. People will be thinking there must be something happening there. I'm not saying that they are world stars or anything like that, but they're still a decent caliber that a lot of people know about and they have a reputation. It's not people that we've. Completely never heard of, if that makes sense. And especially Cantwell, when I, mean, I was speaking to people as well, even at work, and they were saying, Cantwell at Norwich, I, I didn't rate him. And I kind of laughed when he was coming to Rangers. And since he's came in, he's been a bit of a revelation for us. And that's all I'm hoping for that Bill gets. He gets players that wanted to come here and play. Uh, and I mean, Bill was in an, um, Italy enough to go and see him. I'd imagine there's a lot of conversation happened between the both of them. Um, and the, the face-to-face the face face to contact that Bill likes to have with them, So he's obviously seen something that um, that he's seen. Obviously, the was the one's going to be, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Report's going that it's it's probably 50-50 now. But that's the kind of player that we want to be looking at, mate. That's the kind of player that we want to be looking at. Because he's still, what is he, 26,
0: 25? 28. Is he 28? 28, oh, 29 December.
1: Is he? Right, well, maybe that's not the same. Maybe that's the... Maybe Lammers is more the the powers, but if you exactly.
2: like.
1: Yeah, maybe that's what I mean. You get a couple of years out of him and sell him for a profit. Could still do the same with wrestlers, don't get me wrong, but the yeah, but that age, maybe he's coming here as a a kind of final swan song. Um, but no, as I say, it's it's exciting, mate. It's exciting to be linked with these kind of players. This um, all on paper looks great, and right now you've just got to trust what Bill's doing. Um, I'm I'm excited the fact that it's the 16th of June. And um, we are making signings. I mean, that's almost unheard of as a Rangers fan. So I, I'm more of it, and I think there's plenty more to come.
0: Yeah, I mean, Bill said he's we're ahead of schedule from where he thought we'd be in terms of players, and he wants these players in most of them before, before pre season. So when we kick off our pre season, he's got the majority of the squad, and obviously. I think depending on where we go in Champions League, if we get to Champions League, there may be another player that come in later in the window, potentially, but we'll need to see what happens, what happens in terms of finances. I've got a few other players to go through know, kind of with time, etc. So, it's Scotia, obviously because you're a defender at heart, we've been linked with a boy, Jonathan Panzo from Nottingham Forest. Again, reportedly around about 2.5 million. He was in Lonew at Coventry last season. Played 32 games for them, left centre back, 22 years of age, six foot one. Came through the Chelsea youth system, so Michael Beale would have known him there. And then he went to uh, Monaco from there. A lot of people have looked at him because he he made a big mistake in the the playoff final. But then again, he's human. Everyone can make a mistake. <laughs> but what's your thoughts on him? This is a position, Scotia, that I think we'll be looking to to get something, even if it isn't him. And you're on mute, by the way.
1: Well done, Scotia. Fantastic, mate. That's, uh, Excellent. I've been doing all yeah. this since I've been away <laughs> for two <laughs>
2: weeks, mate, not mate. you. Sorry, apologies, everybody. No, yes, um, <laughs> I think um, Panzo looks um, decent on the face of it. Um, as I've been saying, like, all season, uh, I've not really watched much of the Championship, By I did watch the that playoff final. I don't. I think he only came on for like five minutes and made that mistake as well, didn't he? He wasn't on the pitch very long, so you can maybe put that down to there, that, that he's not been on the pitch very long you're more likely to make an error like that. Um, the kind of things that appeal to me in that is that he's young, like you say, 22 years old. He's also, again, worried, we've said it often enough, but similar to Dujon Sterling, versatile, that he can play in that left centre-back role. He's also played at left-back a few times as well, which I don't know if you'll come on to it, but we could be fairly short in the in the left back position, um, depending on what happens and transfers going out this this summer. Um, and what I like as well is the fact that he's a young English player that's went abroad to France, has went abroad to Belgium to play yeah. and develop his games. We like Monaco, Dijon, and was it Sarsfield Bruges he played for with as well. That I quite like that. You know, I like seeing Scottish players do that that they go out and get experience abroad because it gives you a different style of coaching different style of play and things, which can only be a good thing going forward, particularly when you want that player then to contribute for you in games in the Champions League or in the Europa League, where that's the kind of football that gets played. So I think that would be quite a good sign in Panzo.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I just, we'll be going for somebody in that position, whether it's Panzo or not. But I just, again, is that connection to the the Chelsea youth team, similar to John Sterling. Deals has got his connections there. He likes a youth player, like Carney says, a guy he can kind of work with and try and develop. So, interest for that one. And the, the, the final guy that um, Carney will come on you, not come on you, Scottish, as well. Jose Cifuentes, I think that's how you say it, from Los Angeles FC. This is another one that looks, again, very close. Contract up in December. Potentially looks like we could get him for over a million pounds to get him in the door now. Twenty-four years of age. He's under six foot. This guy, he's five foot nine, I've seen. Um <laughs> looks for all reports a decent player. Um he's been on the social medias doing the usual nonsense like <sighs> every Ranger's tweet there is and everything, and said his goodbyes to Los Angeles Carney. This one looks close, to be honest.
1: Yeah, this one that does look close, mate. This is one that I expect to be announced. Um, I would think he would be the one that would be announced next week. I think there's just a few yeah, international football
0: to... at the moment. Scotland. Yeah, he's the way we're he's yeah,
1: the way we Ecuador. Yeah. Yeah. So when's that finish? Next week. The end of next week. Yeah.
0: Midweek.
1: So it's...
2: probably a Thursday. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'd be looking you'd be looking towards by the end of next week, maybe the start of the following week, um, for that. But I think that's one that's that's close. And even going by what Bill's been saying, that he's happy with the way the recruitment going, they're ahead of schedule, stuff like that, all the kind of read between the lines thing that you like to do as a fan. Um I think this one is this one's particularly particularly close. Um I expect this one to happen. Yeah, and another exciting player. Um it's all about it's all about Bill getting the players that have the hunger. We we've went stale. We've said it for too long that we don't we don't have the fight. We don't have people that are willing to run through brick walls and that's 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 all down to how long players have been at the club as well there's not been enough freshness within the team and that's that's what takes that away i, I believe we've got winners in our team and um, i believe that there's a lot of scar tissue that would lead people to believe that it's serial losers but i don't think they are they're not going out of their way to lose games um they might be but we all got the fear that they were getting too used to losing games but i think that's that's slowly on the turn and I think what Bill's doing is it's the biggest recruitment job we've seen at Ibrooks since Warburton, maybe?
0: Yeah, I would say so. And that's a completely different scenario, but yeah.
1: Yes, of course. Yeah, obviously, of course. But it's, it's one of the biggest ins and outs I think we'll see. And I do believe players are going to leave. I know you're going to come on it, but I do believe players are going to leave. Um, but this one, um, Sufquentes, is that how you say it? Sufquentes? Sef, Fuentes. Uh, Fuentes. I would go with
2: the, I, I go with the silent sea at the start. That's just me though. <laughs>
1: I suppose you're well-travelled Scotia so I'll just believe that yes. uh, but anyway I think it's it's one that fits the mould again mate the mould that we are, we're trying to run on and it's good to see it as well we've heard so much about the pillars of the business that the club's going to be run on and all the pillars of success whatever they want to call it but this is the, this is the kind of player as well that you want to be linked with because there is potential there potential for him to hit different levels here and then we sell him on a, a, a decent profit and I like that Bill's going out and getting the players that he wants so far from what would be told by him as well is that it is the players that he wants it's, it's been his first choices that he's getting and that to me is caught co- that's that breeds confidence confidence into me because I, I trust in what Bill's trying to do. So if it is all the first choices then fantastic that's what that's what you want. If Bill's getting the players that he wants and you're not working your way down to third, fourth fifth on the list because there'll be a list of 20 players in that position that they'll they'll be looking at and they'll have done their homework on. But no, what eh, one that I expect to happen next week, mate, and that one I say that I'm I'm excited about again because I think there's uh there's there's definitely potential there. There's definitely potential with the lad.
0: Yeah, Scotia, he's highly thought of in the, the MLS league. What what's your thoughts on him and where, where do you think he would slot in the Rangers team? Do you think he's gonna kind of Ryan Jack's position? Do you think that's where he would slot in?
2: Um, oh, it's an interesting question. What would you do? <laughs> um, I reckon he probably would be one of the, I think he'd be one of the starters along with Jack or Lundstrom at the moment. And then Raskin playing a bit deeper. Can't roll a bit higher. I probably. And um, that's where I would put it. So that you're even potentially even then looking for another central midfielder to come in um, over Jack and Lundstrom starting there, possibly. But, um, no, I like I like the look of this. We spoke about him again last week. We spoke about him the week before, and I think even the week before that as well. Um, so he's been on our radar for a while, and my opinion's not really changed. I um, thought he would be signed this week, completely forgetting that he might be away on international duty himself. So if it weren't for that, I would imagine he would have been signed this week. But um, hopefully it happens at some point towards the end of next week or early the following, because it's, it's really encouraging that we're getting all this business done very early on in the transfer window. I mean how many times does it feel like we've been stung where we wait for a player? Wait for a player. I mean remember Davis get signed after we get put out the Champions League qualifiers and Yelovich yeah. um, get signed after he was cup tied for European <laughs> football. There's yeah, been like right. so many wee things like that over the years that it's good to see everything getting done nice and early so that Beale can have like a start first pre season with the majority of the squad in, in place.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. As soon as we come back, we need to hit the ground running, um, especially pre-season. I mean, last pre-season, I thought we looked disjointed. Pre-season, they're under um, GO. You looked at that Sunderland game; they get called out. I don't think we were great. I don't think we were great all through that pre-season. Um, we need to hit the ground running, especially in the league, and then we go into the qualifiers for the for the Champions League. So, no, it's um, good news that these guys are coming in the door. So, before we continue. It is my favourite part of the podcast. It is the Manscaped promo. So time for a word from our sponsors. It's time to mind your manholes in Manscaped. Everyone is aware by now that nose hairs are a major turn off. That's why Manscaped have released the brand new Weed Whacker 2.0. With improved blades and motor, you can feel the power in the palm of your hands. Save money and attack your nose and ear hairs by going to manscaped.com and using the code CLUB at 22 to get 20% off in free shipping. Our friends over at Manscaped are helping you enjoy springs, fresh air by using the Weed Whacker 2.0 and all your face hole hair. Also, the Weed Whacker 2.0 will be in all Manscaped tool sets, including the Platinum Package 4.0 and Performance Package 4.0. So no matter what kit you pick, you will receive the new Weed Whacker 2.0 nose and ear trimmer. Let Manscaped be part of your daily grooming routine, ensuring no hair is e- ever out of place, it's time to level up your grooming game. Save 20% off and free shipping with the code club at 22 at manscaped.com That's 20% off and free shipping with the code club at 22 at manscaped.com From below to up top get the best in grooming at Manscaped. Your nose, ears, body and especially your balls will thank you.
1: Well done Alistair, that was a bit more, a bit more G in that up, one, upbeat. I, I like that. Yeah.
0: Upbeat mate, that was good. It was very upbeat. I was hoping my voice, because because I well, when I was ill last week, my voice was koing after about a minute speaking properly. So it's it's held up well. So well done. No, mate. I will. Um, were you
1: cleaning you cleaning you clean your throat with Manscape products, mate? Is that why?
0: Yes. <laughs> anything, I'm back my and yeah. yeah. No, no. But, um, no. I will continue more enthusiasm with the Manscaped promo going forward. So. I can't have Curry's, supposed to be the main guy uh, doing it.
1: Curry said, boo, not one line added from Scott." I can't. He knows it's coming, Curry. Curry, like, I honestly, know.
0: Curry, he I, knows. I print this off. I print this off at work <laughs> and read it before I read it. Previously, I, previously, I was like Ron Burgundy. He just reads what's on the on the on the TV thing. So, no, uh, will. It catch will me at one point. I will get
1: him at one point. Trust me, I will.
0: He will get me at one point. But anyway, let's move on. So we've talked about players in. Let's talk about players out. The first one, Scotia, I'm going to come to you because I laughed at you and I'm trying to think what price <laughs> you'd put, you put on his head. Glenn Kamara, we've come out. Rangers, we've basically transfer listed him. them. We have put a £5 million price on his head. Kamara was interviewed this week, said he basically wasn't surprised by Beale's comments asked about whether he's going to go, he kind of said no comment, but basically reading between the lines, he is going Glenn Kamara. I don't know what you said, Scotia, I think it was more than 5 million you said. I said I'd, I think we'd be doing well to get 3 million. I still think at the moment 5 million's generous for a player <laughs> that everyone knows we are trying to punt at the moment. He's not really kicked his own arse last season. If we get 5 million for Glenn Kamara, that's some bit of business for us, but Yes, we'll start from Glen Camara, Scotia. You can tell us what you value them at, but £5 million, do you think we will get that? It's a no for me.
2: <laughs> I said, was it, well, it must have been about two or three weeks ago now. Um, 5 mm-hmm. to £6 million, I said, would be my starting price for him. And it was I, was, and I did I, say I, you I should
0: just... get a job in at Rangers, touting the players, so maybe you're actually in there now, <laughs> Scotia.
2: Maybe, maybe they've listened to me. Um, I thought £5 million, just based on the length of time of his contract, he always kind of plays for Finland, so it was we actually popped up in the telly just about ten minutes ago. And um, he wasn't starting for Finland tonight. They came on with about ten minutes to play, so obviously I was in, was interested to see whether or not he would be a starter for Finland. Who's the stars for clearly, them as well? Yeah, clearly the lack of game time at Rangers has played into uh, the Finnish manager's thoughts there potentially. Um, so I don't think five million five millions unreasonably asked for a player like Kamara. What would we be? We would be like, we have a player with three years left in their contract. What would we be trying to go in for? I know you obviously want to go in lowball, the team that are the price that a team's asked for, but I think five million pounds is a good starting point. It might not be as much as that, but Glenn Kamara is one of these players that's got all the, Kenny, the CV in terms of like trained at Arsenal Youth Academy. Look at what he done in Rangers in Europe, etc. That way, he had a great season for Rangers in '55 and whatnot. Wasn't great last season, but I think he chucked it after he wasn't sold last season. And that kind of shone through in the majority of his performances. I think he had two really good performances against, around about the time we beat Hearts and Hibs over in Edinburgh. He had a really good game at Ibrox as well, if I remember correctly. But apart from that, he's been anonymous this season. He wants to go the way Beale's speaking. Beal was very nice about it, but it was kind of bigging him up to get clubs interested in him. So yeah, it wouldn't be surprised me to see Kamara leave.
0: Uh, this transfer yeah, window. Yeah, Carney, you and the same boat as me and five million, I, I think, is very, very generous for us. I get what we're doing. We'll aim five and see what we get, but um, yeah. three million for me is probably the best we're probably going to get out of the
1: only reason I think that it was released Is there must be a couple of teams Inquiring about them So Rangers are doing their best to try and flood out the best bid uh, That's what I would imagine anyway Whether it came from the agent or whoever I don't know But it's trying to it's trying to flood out bids it? I suppose We see teams doing it for us We see media doing it for us So yeah I would uh, I would Three mil. If I got if we got three million back, somebody just said in the comments, I just missed it. There we get the money back that we just paid for Lammers, and then that cancels itself out. That seems fair enough to me. That would be quite quite a good bit of business, as far as I'm concerned. Glenn Kamara has known for a while that his future wasn't at Rangers. You can tell by his performance levels this season. He was he was he's been pretty poor all season. Um, he he wasn't great. Uh, especially towards the end of the season as well, when he was getting an opportunity to play, he, he wasn't good, and it's a real shame for Kamara because there was there was mass potential there um, under Gerard. The sum of the football he was playing was absolutely fantastic. I I, I really did like Link Kamara, but I've quickly came to. Not really have the time, um, not really have the time for him because he just doesn't really look particularly interested. But as I say, I think that's all because if you know you're in a job that you're leaving, then you're not really going to be giving it your all, are you? Um, and I think he knows. But <clears throat> it'll be interesting to see where he, where he does go because, as you've just mentioned, he's international football's been affected, but he's lack a game time here, so he, he's going to need to go somewhere and play football. He's going to need to be a starter somewhere. So obviously we we I remember when we were talking about Glen Kamara and his palm, we were saying some. Those premiership team will buy him and he was linked with Arsenal and stuff like that as well Remember, like people talking about making a return to Arsenal because he was in their youth system obviously so um, it's, it's a shame the way it's going to end for Kamara. But I don't, I do not expect to see him in a Rangers top now. Um, again, I expect him to be one of the first ones that, that moves on. And if we get five million for him, absolute bonus. I know you obviously have to look at the potential, you have to look at the amount of contract that he has. I do get that, but we can't really t- also take the risk of having him here if we don't get the correct bid and he doesn't agree to, uh, to join a team. So, the I would I would say anywhere between three and five is where Rangers are aiming for, and they've just went out of the top bracket, and or some days went out of the top bracket and said that we'll accept five for for Kamara. Uh, as I say, I I just put it down the team's been interested, mate. But when I seen five, I, I chuckled a little bit. I did chuckle a little bit because his form his form definitely doesn't represent that. And I know it's crazy because you think about. Um, the signings that players are getting made—you're like thirty-five million for a guy you've never heard of and stuff like that in England—but you, you've got to remember we're not in England and it, we never will be. So you have to almost exclude what happens in that league and take everything as, as face value here. And yeah, if we got three, if we cover the cover the cover the Lammers, um fee, and I'm I'm happy enough for that. Yeah, that's
0: he's the first of. A few that are going to be going out the door came. Ar- out. I did see on Instagram he was in holiday before he went to Finland with his old pals Bassey and Joe Ar- They were Joel all Ar- Ebo, in holiday yeah. together. I could, see him, I, I could see him going to Lake Southampton, to be honest. Southampton are going to be getting with the players in the championship. Is Joe Ar- going to get a chance at Southampton this, this season coming? He could team the two of them up down there. I could see him going somewhere there. But Other players, I think, out the door. McLaughlin's a shoe-in to go out the door for me. Scott Wright's been linked to going out the door. Two players, Scorch, I'll come to you with one of them. Borna Barisic is been linked with possibly a one-year contract extension. What's your thoughts on Barisic? Would you, I was going to say cash in on it, I don't know how much he'd be worth now, or would you give Borna uh, a year's deal? Oh, um. I'd probably thank God, thank God Ryan's not on because if I'd asked him that question, yeah, no,
2: he'd be over no, two no I know what would, yeah. No, um, given that his um, is his wife not just giving birth to a, a baby, um, just That's given cool. that he's got a kid, I reckon it's probably time. Borna's kind of reached the end of his, his time here. My only slight concern is that how well covered are we in that left back area then if Borna does leave yeah. because then we're kind of banker and Panzo coming in for extra cover along with Divine who isn't naturally a left back. That's my only concern. So I could I can see where the temptation to offer him a one year extension is. But I'd see if we could get some money back for Borna. I mean, I know he wasn't he didn't start again against the Netherlands the other night there. And he was on the bench, but still a Croatian international. Um so we could get some a decent bit of money back in for him, you know, one million, two million plus, round about that, Kenny. Um, bracket which would be ideal, I think, because we didn't spend overly much on bringing him in, so 2 got good or service at him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I can understand why we would keep him on for an extra year just because of that lack of cover right now. But for me, I'd probably move him on and then give yeah, his chance to be the starting left back next season.
0: Yeah, we've spent reportedly Close to five five million, but it's and yellow Mass for me has to start next season. He's he's got to start. Um, he showed promising signs at the tail end of last season, but for me, he's our left back going forward. Carney, you you were talking earlier about obviously the strikers. We're bringing in we're strikers. There's one. Obviously, we've got. If you look at who we've brought in lammers Lammers what's that there? Just, just <laughs> give up <butter on> <laughs> 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 see the more oh. that, by the way no, no we're all dead David Todd will be hunting you down by the way as we speak <laughs> um, no can strikers we're on about strikers obviously Lammers is in if you want to class him up the, the top line um, Dressers possibly coming in Your man Sakala is still there if you want to see he's the front line Kamar Roof who we joke about who is apparently coming back Antonio Cholak I know we've discussed him a couple of times in this podcast. What we do, do you think Rangers are looking to move him on now? Um and potentially replace and bring another if we, if we could move Cholak on, it might make room to bring even another forward line player in. What's your thoughts on, on Cholak at the moment?
1: Yeah,
0: I don't He's think just so get married that, as well.
1: Yeah, I don't think he'll be um I don't think he'll be anywhere near the first choice um, going into next season. And I think it would probably be right for both for him to him to move on. Um, nothing against the guy, and really nothing against the guy, but I, I think the way Bill's talking, I think he sounds like one of the ones that's probably heading for the exit door as well. And look, we joke about Kamar Ruth all the time as well, and we joke about him staying fit. If, if, Kamar Roof stays fit, then we've got a hell of a player on our hands. We do. He's a great player, he is, and he scores goals. He really does. So I think his movement's great. I think his finishing ability is fantastic. He's got a great strike on him. Everything about Kamar Roof I really, really like, um, apart from he's he's made a chocolate. Um, and you've got to you've got to think has this injury all of a sudden cured everything that's actually wrong with him? And it's a massive risk for I see as a risk anyway for Bill to put all his eggs in the Kamar roof basket and hope that he's going to be the one to lead us going forward. I think Bill would love to. I think most Rangers fans would love to believe that that would be the case if we could keep Kamar roof fit, but realistically and over a track record from what we've seen I don't think he will be fit for the full season. Hopefully he's a lot fitter than what he has um this season what did he play like I can't even remember what it was, was it three games or something? Was it something like that this season?
0: He scored in every game, I think, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, he does. He scores goals,
1: that's what I mean. Somebody will say that in the comments, of how many he scored, how many how many minutes he played, how many games he played. But, yeah, Trulac, for me, I fell into your camp, mate, of... He doesn't... it doesn't strike fear into me. He doesn't... I don't think defenders are particularly worried about playing against him. Uh, and I think for both, I think he should move on. I'd, honestly, as well, I, I know I said it all the time we joke about Sakala. Sakala will be a Rangers player next season. Um, I think yeah, he's probably he earned, he's, he's earned the right to have at least another season hmm. here based on his his goal involvement throughout the season, his assists, his, his assists and his goals. Um, he's the most frustrating player I can remember, really, but he will score goals. it's yeah, the thing, he will score goals, so I believe he'll be here. So one now, mate, that if, if we were to move on, it would, it would have to be, it would have to be Cholak because I would, I think I said, I think we asked this question before, um, I would keep Kamar Roof over Cholak.
0: Yeah, Scotia, I think you are more you more leaning towards Kamar, not Kamar Roof, um, Cholak than me and Carney maybe are at the moment what would you do with Cholak now that we're obviously we've, we've brought the, the new guy in and obviously Dressers is it the, the next guy we're looking at if not him we'll be looking at another striker and obviously Kamara apparently back this, um, this pre-season so what's your thoughts on Cholak?
2: Right before I go on to Cholak, can we put a pin in the fact that he's dessers and not dressers right now? Dressers, dressers, before it dressers becomes a thing, it dresses, becomes a thing dressers.
0: Ali.
2: <laughs> no worries. And um, just what well, I wanted to do that, you know, didn't want you to have any bloopers next season. i you know, I'm looking out for you, and that's what I'm doing.
0: He's not signed yeah. yet, so it's all right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, no, Ch- Cholak's an interesting one, um, he's been kind of coming out and he's been speaking. I know he obviously changed the agent not too long ago. And obviously, people think that moving into wanting away from the club and stuff. But he's been saying kind of the things about wanting to come in and play. I would, you asked, someone
1: asked the question about who would you rather keep, Cholak or Roof, And I went for I think, for it, was just, I think, I think was it was me. I think it was me that done that. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Kind of rings a bell. I went, my mate, yeah, I my went
2: for, yeah, I went for Cholak just on the basis that Ruth's past history. If you could guarantee me that Roof was going to be injury free next season, then without a shadow of a doubt, it would be Roof.
0: He's guaranteed. Does that Scotia Instagram? He says he's going to not enter the next season.
2: Can you want to see that? No, what? No, what? <laughs> part of me, part of me thinks Roof might be the surprise package of next they year. He might they have an Oh, here we go. Season. That's a bold prediction, Scotia. <laughs> right there. That's what that is. Uh, just, just saying. No, but I, I do, I do like Cholak, But the, for me, the problem with Cholak, from what I've seen of him this season, is he needs to be starting games. He's never committed a game and yeah. impacted the game off the bench. And that's a bit of a worry because if you're bringing in Dessers, if you're bringing, obviously we've got Lammers now, he wouldn't be first in front of the two new guys that you brought in. And he's not shown anything for me last season in terms of coming in off the bench. Obviously the injury probably hampered some of that, but yeah, I'd, I'd, it's an interesting one. So like I don't really know where I am. Ask me in a, month or two once the transfer window's further down the line, once more rumours are in and things. Cause it's, at the moment I, I think we could still see like another big signing. Like potentially a five, six million pound signing out of what we've what we've already discussed this evening and what's come in so far.
0: Yeah, I think that might be dependent on where we're playing European football. Or even if we get through the third qualifier, because that guarantees us five million I think, even if we get put out of the playoff. Going into well, Europa League. We're guaranteed Europa League anyway. We're gar- I know, but if we Europa get through League. the third round, I think it guarantees 5 oh, like, million or something. So i right. have bonus money. So I, I, yeah, I think we will, but I think it'll be depending on what happens at that stage. But Carney, I'll come back to you. I'm going to come back to Scotia at one point. And it's going to be the Rangers B team because I know he's looked into this, um, the setup they were doing. But a couple of guys, Lowry and um, Divine, next season. Obviously, with the, what's happened with the B team and I'll come on to it with, with Scotia next, but I can't see them getting a game next season. Even Lowry, I can't see him getting a game. Hadji's still kicking about, so I think it's loans for them next season.
1: Yes, I do. Yeah, I do. I think Divine's more chance of being alone to buy with the team. Um, I don't really think Bill sees um, sees a future for Devine uh, at a club uh, based on who we're kind of going after, who 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 we've been linked with in terms of who we're trying to recruit. Um, Lowry, I think it's up to him. Now um, very much. I think there's been all sorts of wild rumours about him. Um, obviously I think he would struggle a wee bit mentally, a few family problems and stuff. There's all been I mean, a kind of a few things he kind of nearly went off the rails. I don't know if any of that's true, as I say, I'm just speculating. But in terms of his positioning where he would play amongst the kind attacking line in front of the um attacking midfield area, if you like, kind of forward of the midfield area, there's not any player that If everybody's fully fit, I wouldn't be playing Lowry over any of them right now, I don't think. Um, Hadji's the only one, maybe, but again, that's me being unfair to Hadji because he's not fully fit. He needs this pre-season to get himself fit and we'll see what Hadji's all about after that. But in terms of like what Cantwell, Lawrence, I mean, he's not playing over any of them for me. Um, there's just absolutely no danger that I'm playing him ahead of them so yeah I think Lowry's probably a loan divine maybe a loan to buy Um, it's a shame mate, it is a shame, it's a real shame but Lowry's really not kicked on uh, in the times that we did see him, I know he hasn't had a sustained run in the team and you don't really get a chance to kind of build momentum as such but I think there's class there, I think he's a great player I think he's got a good attitude when he's on the pitch but in terms of if we were coming off the back of three in a row, four in a row, something like that, then possibly. I think he would maybe get an opportunity, but where we are and what we need to win next season, which is everything, um, and it always will be everything, but you know what I mean. Um, I, I don't see it. I would, I would think he will be put out on loan.
0: Yeah, I think he's... It's a shame because I think he's a, a shining light for us, but I just think he's down the peg at the moment. Scotia, I said I would come to you. The Rangers B team. Um Rangers released a statement. Earlier this week. They now won't be entering the Lowland League for the 23 24 season and beyond. This follows the Scottish FA's decision to withdraw a vote on the proposed induction of a conference league at tier five in the national football pyramid. I did put in the group chat today, Scotia, with your naming brackets in here because I think you've discussed <laughs> the, the B team in the Lowland League and what they were what they were what they were wanting to set up in that league. Obviously, Rangers have pulled out. What's your thoughts, and can you shine a wee bit of light on what was actually proposed before Rangers pulled out?
2: Yeah, I think we spoke about this back in February or March when the the kind of announcements get made. There was kind of three proposals put forward. and um, this Conference League one was the the third, if you like to say, and the one that I was least in favour of. The other two, I was more preferential to because. What was getting proposed here was sticking a conference league and jamming it in between the second division and the Highland and Lowland mm-hmm. leagues, so automatically kind of just doing that, and it would be made up of. Uh, as its the months went on, it's kind of transpired it would be made up of four B teams, so Rangers, Celtic, Hearts, and you know an Aberdeen or Hibs or someone like that. Four teams from the Lowland League and two lead, two teams from the Highland League. Um, there was no promotion for B teams, so. I didn't see the point there. Like, you're just kicking the can down the road and what we're in already. Um, and it was like a weird, complicated system for like, because say, for instance, the four B teams finished in top four and you then get your team that finished fifth playing a playoff to get promoted. I didn't like the idea. An awful lot of Scottish football, other clubs in Scottish football didn't like the idea and that's the reason the kind of the vote got withdrawn. And then Rangers announced that they're pulling out the London league altogether. Um, I'm pretty shocked, I was shocked by that when it happened and I don't know if I agree with what Rangers have done here unless they've got something in the pipeline that will come out in the coming weeks I think it's, right now on the face of it I think it's a pretty bad move by Rangers because I look at the likes of Lace. I look at the likes of Rice I mean you've talked about Lowry and Divine there but I'm looking at the guys that are in there at that age that Rangers in the statement have said 18 to 21, critical yeah we need to get them up playing I just don't think it's the right idea because the, the the Conference League didn't solve the problem that we've currently got in the Lowland League about the promotion. That's that's the the crux of the issue for me is the promotion bit because we all have said it often enough that the the of competition isn't great and not good enough as they get older. They need to go be going up the leagues to playing against better teams and things. So I was a wee bit surprised by what Rangers have done. I can only assume that they've got something in the pipeline that will maybe make it seem make a bit more sense later on down the line.
0: Yeah, Carney. I think Celtic have made a couple of grumblings this week that I think they're going to look at their position. What they're going to do it potentially so like they might pull out as well now. But it looks like Rangers might go down the route of what they did a couple of years ago when they put a not a road show on, but they went and played top European sides, your Man Uniteds, European sides. They're their sort of youth teams. It looks like they might be going down that route again because they think they maybe get more joy out of that. What's your thoughts on this um, pulling out of the Lowland League?
1: Uh, I, I can't disagree with what Scotia said when I when when I seen it. I was like, "Whoa, that's a bit of a, bit of a strange move to make at this stage." And uh, at first, I thought it was more uh Rangers are throwing their toys at the pram, but I don't I don't think it is when you look deeper into it. I think again, Scotia's right without. Painting the wall again, which Gosa just said, but it wasn't the answer. What was proposed and the problems with the Lowland League is you can't go anywhere, you can't go, you can't, you can't move up at all. Rangers have to have something in plan here. Um, there's no way that we've got the size of infrastructure that we do for the, the our youth development that we're just going to kick about and play play glorified friendlies really against top European the other top European teams there has to be more in it um, I think but again I, I don't know how much interest is there is in it from all the B teams that like within European football to create a league amongst themselves And um, but again then you take into complications of travel whatever else all that stuff costs money I understand that but there, there has to be something um, I'm shocked that they just completely just put out um, and I say now we, I think Rangers have tried to do that and obviously to try and set a a president for other clubs to follow. I think Celtic will pull out as well. I can't see Celtic keeping their team in that league now that that Rangers have pulled out from. It no disrespect to the league, but you know the way things work in this country. So I would imagine they're along the same lines, and they'll be involved in whatever's going to be proposed now from from Rangers in terms of what they'll do with the youth. But yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm shocked by it, and we have to do we have to do something productive with it because. We have to. Uh, I'm, I'm harping on about bringing through talent, and yeah, we're talking about getting rid of Lowry and Divine. But the not everyone's going to be a rolling success. That's the thing. It's it's not the way that it works. The idea of it always that you recruit players, you get them as ready as they can be and maybe a percentage of them will make this step and play play for the first team for Rangers but the rest will be all filtered back through into the Scottish game itself which again should hopefully improve the standard of the league so um yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what they choose to do, mate. It really is because I, I say I don't think the just playing kickabouts with Man United and Man City and whatever else—I don't think that'll achieve very much. The lads have to start playing real competitive football. But them, I'm saying as again, I'm just the same as Scotia. I'm sorry for repeating everything you said, but there has to be something else coming up in the, the pipeline because I can't see them just having nothing ultimately.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what's going forward. I just, I just thought I'd bring it up just it was it sort of came out of nowhere. Um, with Rangers watch statement. So, yeah, I'm interested to see moving forward. But last... I know we're sort of running for 55 minutes already. But the, it's the a last, good number. It's a good number. Yes, yes. Uh. But the last top, the last small topic of the night before we leave you all, um, Scotia bought our Edmondson House supporters package way back in 1934, I think it was. He got the package. <laughs> um, we've been waiting, waiting for years and years to get the chance to go here and use his Edmondson House Supporters Package. The Museum, Scotia, is opening on the 31st of July. Um, to people like yourself who bought the package and built Edmondson House, 10am, uh, you'll know these dates, Museum anyway, Scotia, June the 19th, you can go on and buy your, your pre-sale tickets. General sale goes on the 29th of June at 10am. You need to create an account um on the website as well so I would maybe do that before those dates. Carney, you'll be pleased to find out you get one point for a stadium tour per year and one mm-hmm. major's point for a museum tour. Mm-hmm. Scotia, it's finally here. July the thirty first. Are you the man cutting the ribbon? <laughs> I will not be
2: no no I'll be one of those people that spent the what was it like the 10 grand on the Super duper package that they all had a wee night. i not 50 grand or something, oh, it something. It was something <laughs> Something I couldn't afford anyway. Um, that was what you bought sure. No, not at all. No, I was with <laughs> the thousands and thousands of other people that done that other wee one. So um, now I'm looking really looking forward to it. It's long, long overdue that we've got a museum to kind of properly display all the honours that we've won over the years or every bit of history. Because even going into like the trophy room at Ibrooks. There's going to be tons of stuff that you won't have seen before. I know just over the last few years, hearing people and social media and stuff that have donated this, donated that to the museum and things like that, I think it's going to be cracking. It's going to be one of these museums where it's not going to be like, once you've been done, you've seen it all, it's going to be, I would imagine it's going to be one that will like change the exhibits, yeah. as it were, every now and again, and it'll, you know something will be different the next time you go in. Really looking forward to it. Um, so... Yeah, it's interesting they're opening up on the 31st of July. That's a Monday. League season kicks off that next weekend. Um, I assume we'll be away. So I assume it'll be open that weekend. But um, I imagine the demand's going to be pretty high because I do think there was about, I don't know off the top of my head, but it was at least two or 3,000 people have bought that sports package. Probably more, if I'm being honest. Um, So it'll be a rush to get tickets. Um, Don't think I've heard anything further about when it's open till. You know, I'd imagine it'll be like Ninety-seven in the evening or something like that. Really looking forward to it. We needed it because you go. Know, I've been to like um, museums, Barcelona, Liverpool, uh, AC Milan, done all those tours, and they're, they're great. They're great doing it. Um, now that we can do this as well, showcase off our club to any would-be tourists. Um, no, that's ideal. I think, and obviously more importantly to ourselves as well, because it almost turning into like a kind of yearly, yearly pilgrimage, as it were.
0: Yeah, Carney, it's another great addition to down near the stadium now, it's a moneymaker, it's going to be open when we're not playing at Ibrox on weekends as well, um, you've got the Blue Sky Lounge as well, if you wanted to make a day of it, you go to the museum tour, you can go up there for dinner, I know the the old club shop is getting turned into a bar, whether that will be open in those times, I don't know, I think that might just be a match day only, but it's exciting times moving forward and like Scotia says, we've been waiting for this museum for, for years. <laughs>
1: Absolutely, yes. Um, it was a very long time ago. Yeah, I I uh, I'm looking forward to it, mate. I'm not going to lie. I'm really interested to see what what's in it. And um, against scores, spot on. I feel like he's he's stuck the alley roll tonight, and <laughs> the same. Oh, uh, it's all right, mate. No, it's fine because I think it will change. It'll it will change all the time, and they'll run different things with it, and there'll be a lot of. It's a good way to make money for the club. Our history is up there with the best of them, and um, there's a lot of stories to tell. Anybody that's done the founders, the founders trail as well, would, will know um, just how good it is. And I'd imagine that they're going to try and incorporate the the museum into their their tours. I would imagine they would, and the club will probably work closer with them for that. And by the way, just a quick one: if you haven't done the founders trail, do it because it's absolutely tremendous. Yeah, we should works. do that, we should actually do that again because it was absolutely brilliant.
0: Yeah, paint as well.
1: But yeah, you do get a pint halfway round you get a pint and a pie, it's brilliant. Um, no it's a, it's um it's uh, oh, there really it's ex- really excellent old Justin. Thank you very much mate, Ali. Do you want to do it? You've since you've been off.
0: God bless America. <laughs> and I'll um, see you yes. this summer, Justin.
1: Yeah, I get that honestly. airbed blown up. Justin you don't want him there honestly mate you don't, no thank you Justin mate as always mate it's absolutely fantastic, thank you so much uh, but yeah no the, uh, the stadium uh, the museum even, uh, very much looking forward to it mate, I think it's exciting what's happening around ibrooks I think it's long overdue it's been looking tired too long for roundabout roundabout iBrooks and it needs it needs massively updated and even interested to see what the bar holds as well um, I think it's all good and have seen rumours as well on social media that I feel well, but I presume he's not now because he's going to Canada. But he looked at trying oh, to open a pub a problem, around yeah. around Ibrox as well. But obviously, I doubt that'll be happening now. If he's maybe one for the retirement forum, maybe down a, few, a couple of years down the line. Yeah, I
0: don't think uh, he's so, going to be running it though. I don't think
1: he's going to be behind the bar. With <laughs> and, no, and, and, no, and no for <laughs> sake, man. No, I know that, but I would imagine he would like to be here to get the thing developed yeah. and everything else. If it's his money that's getting pumped into it, mate. Uh, but no, I know what you mean. Uh, I know what you mean. Uh, if he doesn't call it Mr. Saturday Nights, then. I'm, what well, what is the point? What is the point really? Uh, but no, I think uh, at the museum. I can't wait to see it, mate. Honestly, I can't wait to see it. I'll be I'll be tugging on uh, Scotia's um, coat to try and get me or sneaking in, in his pocket to try and get to me, take me in with him because um, he's the one that went and bought the package. So no, uh, lo- really look, really looking forward to it, mate. And it's been long overdue. It'll be it's exciting for something good to do. It's something for generations to come to do as well, and it'll be good to see. And there he is Jim Fantastic Jim. Yeah. Thank you very much, Jim mate. Really appreciate it. Really, no, really do appreciate height. that magic.
0: They do text each other, don't they? Him and yeah, who's going
1: first this week? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Much appreciated, Jim. Uh no, I'm I'm excited for it, lads, as well. I, I also think it's uh it's a good thing for younger bears that maybe don't understand Rangers that have maybe year oh, have been taken to iBooks, but to, to take a a, a child to to the museum and i think it's going to be interactive as well so they can see basically what Rangers is all about from all the trophies we've won etc i think that'll be good for for young families as well going forward So and i look forward to it in the summer but yes we have ran over the others i thought I just thought we might struggle to get together but we have ran over so yes i would like to thank everyone in the comments all our kind donations tonight as well um very much appreciated. Um, we will be back, or we'll be back next Friday, Carney, won't we? I don't know if we're doing anything midweek. Are we we'll need to there should be, so hopefully be.
1: Hopefully, there'll be. Hopefully, there'll be something midweek. Hopefully.
0: Yes, we will. We will try our best. If not, we are definitely back next Friday. But um, yeah. before we leave, I would like to thank my guest tonight. First of all, Scott Carney. Thank you very much.
1: My pleasure mate, good to see you back at it mate, um, good to see you back at it and yeah, thank you for everybody in the chat as well yeah, it's, it's amazing how much you can just fill time And um, when you're sitting talking about Rangers mate there's a lot happening just now and it's very exciting it is exciting, I'm looking forward to getting into it already I'm starting to, to miss Rangers you're getting to the weekends and knowing that Rangers aren't playing uh, and that's when I am envious that Scotia's into international football because it would give you a wee bit of something to look forward to in football terms, but no, thank you Arster, thank you Scotia. thank you chat we'll see you all next week 100% We'll be back next Friday, and hopefully we'll have something midweek as well.
0: Yep, 100%. Last but not least, Scotia, I think I'm seeing you tomorrow for the, the Scotland game, which I cannot wait for. I will show enthusiasm like I did in the Manscaped advert. If Scotland score tomorrow, I will show enthusiasm. So, um, yeah. No, so you it. won't. Yeah, no, it. <laughs> no just, you if, won't. If, You're If not Ryan Jack or John scores some sort yeah. of screamer, I'll enjoy it, but... um Big Haaland's playing for them, so that'll be interesting up front against to big plays. I know Sweater had an injury scare, but I think he's back training. So we'll see what happens. But yes, Scotia, thanks for coming on and I will I will see you tomorrow.
2: Uh cheers for that, Ali. Really enjoyed that this evening. I could have gone for about another hour or two. Do you want to?
0: No. No, because
2: yeah, no. No, I'm all right. I need I'm the beer the beer fridge is I'm, calling me. I'm too <laughs> long. Warm. Yeah, no, but really enjoyed that, eh, Thanks. Ali Scott and uh, cheers once again, listeners and all the donators, as well. And, um, as well, Ali, before we go, I forgot to do this last week. Uh, but my score prediction for tomorrow is 2 1 Scotland. We have yes. a winner. Who's okay, your I'll first speak. goal scorer? <laughs> 2 right, 1, Okay, mm. can he wait? Oh,
0: Scorch. I can, can wait?
1: I quickly and say it as well cuz I forgot to do it at the start. Congratulations to Richard Nelson who won the giveaway on our Twitter by the way as well. Yes. Um, and well should done. have got his top. Should have got his top by now. So yeah, congratulations. And if you want now uh, we're going to be running different things as well over the over the season on here and on the Twitter page so make sure you follow our Twitter as well as following us on here. Uh, when we when could be in with a chance of winning some freebies.
0: Yeah, what's of same photos of Scotia. He'll spray his aftershave <laughs> on it for you. His um,
1: dad's aftershave.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we'll be doing that. But no, thanks for the lads for coming on. Thanks for having the comments. And last before we go, Rangers have sold out in their season tickets for the season coming, which is not surprised at all. So it is a complete sellout of season tickets for, for next season. So everyone's buzzing. So yes, we'll be back next week. Maybe during the week, but if not, we will definitely be back on Friday on our club live, but we have been Club at 22 Rangers podcast, and we will see you next week. Good night.